Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. We're here. We are. But <laughs> kind of. Take three. <laughs> We're here, but you don't want to see us. No. The, well, I mean, this is also if you want to laugh. The third time that we've tried to record this podcast. So we're hoping, third keeping our try. fingers crossed, that this will be the time that actually works. So yes. <laughs> we'll see. And we are also glad you can't see us right now because mm-hmm. we look a little flaky. Flaky. A little flaky. We, um, we had a little procedure done on Friday. We did. Same day. Same day. Not scheduled, scheduled to yeah. be on the same day, but we scheduled the same day. I know. So this happens often was, in our world. <laughs> where it I'm does. Like, You're going tonight? That's so funny. I have an appointment today too. Like, oh, look at that. Like, I did not plan that nope, at all. Not at all. I'm like, oh, it's mine's Friday too. So we yeah. went in and got some micro needling done. Mm-hmm. And basically what that is, is taking little micro needles and, 36, par- and 36 tearing to up be your precise. face. Yes. <laughs> But it is beneficial. You it re it stimulates the collagen underneath the skin, and also it gets all those surface things away, like, like fine lines and wrinkles, dark, dark spots, spots, sun aging. Yes, it tightens your face, um, helps to reduce the size or the appearance of your uh, pores. So we're told. So we're told. Yeah, we're well day five. Five. And wait. both of us are like, um, oh, no, wait, day four. four. Day yeah, four. we're day four. Um, and it's still like face is tight for sure, but it's also flaking off. Like yeah. I lean down and I'm like, oh, look, more, more face down, down below. That's great. If you're planning on getting this done, you yeah. know, you can, st- I started off at a lower level because I am a big wimp. I cannot do pain on my face. I don't know what happened. Like usually I can take a lot of pain, but I'm like this, I was clenching. My butthole was tight, <laughs> like boob sweat. I'm angry. Shannon went all in on this one. I did. It didn't affect me the same way as Brittany. And not to say it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt because it did. But it just, we'll just give you for numbers purposes. Brittany started out at a 0.3, moved up to a 0.7. I started out at a 2.2. Yeah. So that was a, a big difference in what we did as far as like needle exposure depth into the skin and i want to give another number the highest that our um our lady has gone in the micro needling on the levels is a three that's insane so just to give you a point of reference how high she (laughs) i went on and how low i went (laughs) but but, i mean i would love to go higher i think i need a stronger numbing cream get drunk i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know know. it didn't i mean i wouldn't say i was gonna take a nap during any of it but definitely i I felt like my forehead i felt that was the hardest like that hurt the most because that bone is right there your skull um and then the the space right underneath my eyes so that orbital bone that one and i mean i bruised there and i look like i got black eyes right now i'm like oh boy um that that one hurt i was like okay but i thought too (laughs) like as much as i've gotten botox and lip injections and 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 just shit done to my face my hair pulled out i don't know just all the things i'm like i can handle this no 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 Get, but you can and laser it, it, yeah hair, it's not and laser hair removal and like you know it's i thought i was like i'm gonna go into this and i'm like this is murder and then i started getting anxiety and that's yeah. when 
It's always really funny. Like, get that fight or flight. You're like, Urgh. you're like, I'm going to hit this bitch or I'm going to cry in the corner. I don't know. I don't know. One <laughs> so of the two. So yeah. then I just said, you have to stop. You have to stop. <laughs> yeah. We, we will definitely share our before, during, and afters. Because I think it's really important that you see... I mean, yes, it's it's great to see the before and after, but you need to know what happens with the story in between. And you need to know, like, is this normal? Is this going to happen to me if I get this done? Like, what's going to happen? We are an open book about everything that we do. So if you have questions, if this is something that you're like, yes, I'd like to get this done, let us know. We'll be happy to answer the questions, but we will be very honest once we can post an after picture because <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> We're still in the during phase. Also, if you do plan on getting this done, there are some there besides the benefits we just listed. I have read that there it is better than like a chemical peel and it does have longer lasting effects. Now, again, I don't know that yet. Yeah. I have had this done before, went, but I went even super low. Lower yeah. That's it, when you started with like 0. 0.3. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. And so, but so this time, you know, it's a little bit more hefty. And she did, you know, hammer the the laugh lines really hard, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I, I asked her to do that. Yeah. So, but you know, it's just the effects of it might just be a little bit longer lasting. You know, and I think once this we get through this, I think we should bring Lisa on, and we'll do a whole episode on microneedling because she'll have us all that good, good science and facts and data and you know all the all the stuff. And she does it to her own face. I'm like, I would. That is baller. Sooner die. <laughs> that is baller. I mean, <laughs> that's that's insane. Oh, I yeah. guess it. Um, so I have an update. Last week, I we released an episode. And I talked about my mess up with the guitar, mm-hmm. but ordering a ukulele. Yes. Update. The website does not anywhere on the website does it say ukulele. You know, it's I any- combed over that website. I was like, I must have missed it. Not one. It says one. guitar. Yeah, because not soon after we recorded that episode, I started getting um, Instagram ads on my oh, account for it. I was damn. like, y'all sneaky. Y'all sneaky. Y'all sneaky. Um, and I was like, that is misleading because it definitely mm-hmm. says guitar. I, I haven't clicked on it, but I was like, I mean, the picture clearly, no offense, looks like a ukulele. It well, has I thought it was starter guitar. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I was like, that's a good. I don't play. But guitar. it also looks like for a toddler. It doesn't look for like. Well, they go up in size. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but we did order a different guitar. The electric guitar came in. It is amazing. That's so great. If anyone is looking for a starter guitar that is electric for their child, I have a great website. I'll, I will send it to you. DM mm-hmm. me. Awesome. I'm. We are blown away by the quality. That's great. I mean, it's a legit. Yeah, guitar, and he's so pumped for it. So, just want to give y'all a little update that I wasn't an idiot. <laughs> you just got duped. I got duped. I got, you got duped. duped. Hey, it happens to all of us, friend. I'm accepting that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, one hundred percent happens to all of us. So we're talking about that today, though. We are. We're talking about self acceptance mm-hmm. in 2021. What does that look like? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do? <laughs> and I think. A post-pandemic check-in for this is yeah, delightful. but we're not we're not post-pandemic yet. Like we're still well, going through a pandemic. I think what we're, we can we're do is acknowledging start, what we're doing after. We can start to paint the picture of what we want it to look like when we come out of the pandemic. Yeah, we're still here. We're still here until I get vaccinated. I'm still there. You're st- we're still even when people get vaccinated. We're, we're still in it. Like it doesn't mean that you get your vaccine and then you just get to go free. Well, I'm not going to lick like, a toilet. I'm just saying no, I'm I just saying, in my mentally I'm like when I get vaccinated, I'm going to feel a little bit better about entering into the world. Yes. Per, yes. That is I think the 
the mindset like a lot of people have like okay i'm invincible now this is great but that's not the case like there's still people out there who haven't been vaccinated who still will be at high risk for getting Mm -hmm. the coronavirus because it's not it's not gone we haven't gotten to herd immunity in you know in our country so it's it kind of gives you that false sense of hope where you're like yeah i'm invincible and it's like not yet not yet not yet. Hold on. Hang, hang tight. We're almost there. We hope. But like, we're one step you know, closer. How about that? Um, I feel like it's like that game at the carnival that you have the mallet mm-hmm. and you hit it with the bell and it's like, it goes so close to the top. You're like, oh, oh. right down. It's like, oh, so close. Oh. So every every week we're like, we're so close to hurt. Oh, just oh. we just missed it. Just missed we it. just missed it. We're not there yet. We're, we're closer. Like, oh, it's Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Florida. I did read that Miami shut down over the weekend, which I thought they declared a state of emergency. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, don't quote me. I just saw a tweet. I did not look mm-hmm. it up if it was official. I just kind of giggled to myself uh, because I was like, they, they shut down Miami Beach? It's a state of emergency? I was like, what? And I thought it was a hurricane. I was like, did this have a hurricane? They're like, no, it was spring breakers. Spring I was like, breakers. What assholes. Seriously. I mean. <laughs> they shut down the bridges. It's really bad. Like, if you, if you, if you take a look. Because you're like, damn it. Like, just stop being selfish motherfuckers. Like, I know we all want to go in the streets and party like we're fucking 20. We all want to do that. But we can't yet. We're not there yet. I know everyone's excited. But y'all, we're not there yet. Stop it. This is, we knew this would happen. The roaring 20s. If I roared down to Miami. They're like, calm down. It's spring break. And I'm like, oh, God, now we're going to be spring broke. All the way through the summertime. I will say, if you were down in Miami, hope you're safe. I don't know. I don't. I, I did not read about what's going on down there. I was busy reading other articles, but um, but I will check into that, make sure everybody's yeah, okay. It's but I thought there was a tornado, and then I just read it was tornado or a hurricane, hurricane, and I was like, it was Hurricane Springbreakers. Yeah, exactly. Like, Damn, y'all turned up. <laughs> They've been crazy. Okay, so self acceptance. Mm-hmm. How should we lead this off? Well, what is self acceptance? I'm glad you asked, Brittany. It's being aware of your strengths and your weaknesses, and being realistic about all aspects of yourself. I think a lot of us get hung up on like the really good parts or the really bad parts, and then they, that's where we fixate. And it's like you can't be a whole piece if you're just concentrated on one section. So you kind of have to realize, okay, I've got I'm really good at this, but to be the best version of yourself, you also need to know where you where your weaknesses are. Right. But this is different than self-esteem. Yes, it is different than self-esteem. Self-esteem is basically how you see yourself as value and it's more of a broader, yes. I would say. Self-acceptance can lead to a higher self-esteem, but right. they are not mutually exclusive exactly. to each other. I think that needs to be said. Yeah. Because encompassing the self-acceptance, you're saying... The good and the bad. Correct. All facets. All facets. All facets. Flaws and quirks and everything in between. Yeah. So, but the, it's the desire to want to improve yourself is, is natural. I mean, we're humans. We always want to evolve. We always want to be, you know, to try to achieve the best version of ourselves that we can get to. Um, But I think it's important to note that that desire should come from a place of positive like in a positive space and not be led with like a negative change. So Mm -hmm. for example, like, you know, if you're like, I want to lose five pounds and by losing five pounds, it means I'm going to be in a relationship and finally find love and everything's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Mm, Not exactly. Like you want to be able to get to a place where you feel like you are 
able to receive and give love before you go looking for it. Like the five pounds isn't going to get you the ability to self love. Mm-hmm. That's going to be five pounds, 10 pounds, 50. Like it, the poundage doesn't matter. Like none of that has anything to do with your ability to find and accept self love within yourself. So it's, you know, you want to come from a place where that positive change can breed something permanent, not something like surface. Right. And do you think you love yourself 100% every day? All day, every day? No. I do think that like where I am now at 41, I have the most self-love I've ever had. Like, but it's not like, it's not like every day I'm like, you're amazing girl. You're the best. I love you so much. (laughs) I mean, that's not every day. No, but I definitely think that over the past couple of years, it's, I mean, I have seen and feel intrinsically happier with myself and in that place of love. Do you think that has something to do with age? I do. I think it comes with like wisdom, maturity. maturity. Um, I think being able to accept a lot more about what I want to accept of myself versus the expectations that I would place, like I would value so much more um, other people's expectations of me. And that became like a false sense of reality of like, okay, Uh, you know, this, if you do this, then this will happen type deal, or this is how I think you should act, or this is what I think you should do with your life. And like those kind of external expectations, I allowed so much validation to be set on those. And now I don't like my worth is not, doesn't hinge on my business. My worth doesn't hinge on my ability to perform. My worth does not depend on anybody other than what I value. Do you think that's been your biggest lesson with the pandemic? I think, with that? I think, yes, I do think that that was a big, big lesson that I learned in 2020. Yeah. I would definitely agree with you on mm-hmm. that one. You. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. You're like, oh, I need to not get that external. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You were like that cat need to be stroked front to back. <laughs> front to back. Right. Tip to tail. <laughs> Tip to tail. <laughs> Tip to tail. <laughs> and this note, hey, I'm not shaming that mentality at all. If yeah. you say that you're not like that, you're lying. Everyone mm-hmm. loves their ego stroke. It is a thing. Or you like to have that validation. I, I think everyone requires that. Everyone requires two things, empathy and validation to have a successful relationship in any type of way. Mm-hmm. You have to feel heard and you have to feel appreciated in that you, as someone is understanding you. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I definitely think that, yes, accepting those little micro things too, and even the macro or micro is huge with self-acceptance yeah and I think I mean there there comes a point where with self-acceptance you start to learn we're, I'm gonna use the example of like I'm not good at math I'm not good at math means I'm not smart well for a lot of I'd say people that go through schooling like especially you know in that younger years you're like ah god I hate math I'm not good at it I'm dumb and you, you start to look at like, okay, my value and how smart I think of myself is based upon numbers, is based upon how well I am in math, because that is how you are perceiving other people being accepted with how well they do in math. Mm-hmm. And then maybe it takes you a long, 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 long time to realize you don't, just because you're not great with numbers does not mean you're not a smart person. It just means that you're not great with numbers. Accepting that and realizing that does not have any worth and value on how smart you are as a human being is liberating. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, you can insert math with whatever it is out there that, you know, you kind of feel like that's my, that's been my judgment of, you know, my meter of success or my meter of smartness forever. Oh, change, change your meter. 
change what that is and just understand that that does not place the value of what you are and who you are. Exactly. And I'm going to draw these like two little analogies to macro and micro in my mind that on a micro sense, things that I've accepted as me. So when I went, would walk into my house and I would see certain things out of, out of order or in disarray, mm-hmm. it would immediately, I would feel like it falls back on me as I'm supposed to care for this household. I'm supposed to make sure it's maintained a certain way because I had it as a child this certain way. And then mm-hmm. it would weigh on me and I would just lash out at my kids and husband and the neighbors, the mailman. Like I would just get very angry about this. So the acceptance, and I think through the pandemic, it's just like, I live here. Like yeah. I literally live here and I have, and that's like, this is a micro. Now a big micro, a macro one for me is that not holding on to every single emotion and like letting it fester and then like coming back to it and and then circling and circling and circling and realizing that it's okay to acknowledge the feelings, but you don't have to hold on to every single feeling and like analyze it because I'm an analyzer. Mm -hmm. I walk into a party, I walk into a a social gathering, I'm analyzing everybody. Like, and and sometimes I hold on to that. I'm like, oh my God, did I say the wrong, did I say the wrong thing? Did did they, why'd they look at me like that? Why they turn their shoulder like that? Did they did they like what I said? Was I funny enough? It, so no. It Why do you think that you feel that way? I think that I I also thrive on validation, especially like in a social setting because I'm more apt to be recluse. I'm a, I'm probably a little bit more introvert these days. So when I'm extroverted, I need that validation. Is like you appreciate me, right? You like me. You like me when I go out, right? So it gives me the confidence to go do it again. Now, if I don't have that confidence, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to hang at home. <laughs> so, but I, and I, but I require that. Mm-hmm. So then in my head, I'm going to make up these scenarios. I'm like, well, did they like me? Is that right? Well, and now being more accepting of myself, I'm like, no, I brought value to that, that conversation. No, mm-hmm. I am, I am powerful in what I'm saying. I love what sharing my experiences and, if I was quiet for a little while, that's fine. Or if I hung back a little bit, that's fine. Mm-hmm. So it's just drawn along those those bigger acceptances. Like, So you can accept little things and big things. Yes. And I think the small things are the biggest steps forward as well. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. making your bed. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm on a streak. <laughs> I'm on a streak. Bed still made. Uh, we still good? Yeah. You got to clap that out, man. I am, man. I always. You can clap it out. 365 later, we're like, I still made my bed <laughs> every day this year. <laughs> You're like, I went from <laughs> the wheel pose yes. you did every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your yep. back bend. You're like, uh, now I'm making my bed. Now I'm making my bed. <laughs> yep. See? Yeah. You won't beat me. I love a streak. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing? So what are our best steps to move forward with self-acceptance? We just talked about the baby yeah. steps, but what what can we give our Zen friends? And not just to speak in bumper stickers, like really like what can we start doing today? Well, there are three things that will help in your journey on self-acceptance. And when we say this journey, this is something we are on together as well. So if you want to hop in in our car and you want to mm-hmm. go on this journey with us, come on in. We got plenty of room for you. It's fine. Um, yeah, like we're still fun. packing our bags, y'all. Right. Yeah. Like we have not gone on the plane. The we plane has even, not landed. We haven't even gotten the road snacks yet. But, yeah. Like, <laughs> but we come on not, in. We do not have the cocktail on the beach. <laughs> right. Like, we're still here. We're yeah. still here. Um, but knowing that you are a work in progress and that humans are constantly evolving and changing and there is no race to get to the finished product. So it, 
it's okay that, you know, today you might take a small step forward and tomorrow you might be like four steps back. That's okay. That's part of life too. Again, it's, it's not the finished in product that's going to bring you this like higher self of like, I met Samadhi. I've gotten to the top of the mountain. I can see everything. I've, I've learned all the things. I don't know that you get there in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I mean, I, I don't believe that you do. Um, but I think, I think you're always searching for more. Isn't but that the point? No, of existence? I don't think it's like, searching no, for more. I think that that's you. I think that's part think of that? the, I think that's what we want to believe that the more we search for and we're always searching for more, we're not there yet. Like understanding that we have everything internally that we already need, that's when you get there. You're like, when you stop searching for more, they're there. So so you're saying that we already have within us and that our journey of finding that is going to be one thing. Um, and not, I don't mean like one thing like, when you find this one thing, it will happen. It's, I think that's part of the experience is that I'm always searching. Like if I'm, okay, my example being, if I could just be a little bit more patient, I would be a better mom. If I could just be a little bit more accepting, I would be a better friend. That's not, you're already very accepting. It's your personal perception that needs to change, not how you perceive other people. It's, but it's like, how are you showing up in those situations? I have all the patience that I need. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at practicing it, but I'm choosing a diversion when a patience is set in front of something that requires my patience to set in front of me and I choose something else. I already know I'm strong enough and I'm patient enough to deal with what's in front of me. I'm just choosing something else other than what I need to be choosing in that moment. Sorry for my dog. I don't have my clicker. She's she's choosing. Okay. <laughs> she's choosing to bark at the Amazon truck. Right. She's choosing not to. Oh, look! He went from my her patience. <laughs> he went from my driveway right into yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think when you start to embrace your flaws and your quirks, and you allow room for uncertainty, that will help you on your journey. So even in using the language, like instead of saying "I am this," say. I may be this, I could be this, like allow Mm -hmm. that room for like, for something to be uncertain instead of being so like rigid of like, nope, I have to be this. I am this. This is it. Like, I think that you'll find a lot more acceptance that can come from not being so like Mm -hmm. finite. That's true. I can see, I can, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So keep searching from within yourself. You have the power. You have it all. Yes. I think a lot. For it's like the force. The force was always in Luke. He just didn't know. He just didn't he did, know. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. I think a big source for me was offering myself compassion. Mm-hmm. And that's that's very layered. But when you do give yourself compassion, number one, you can give others a lot more compassion. And I think that, that that's just that's just the care bear mentality. Yes. Like you want to shine from from on. But when you do give yourself more compassion, you do let go of a lot of unneeded guilt mm-hmm. because Guilt is something that people can hold on to, and I have I've loved how Oprah addresses this when one of her old old uh, Super Soul Sundays is that guilt is kind of pointless mm-hmm. unless it's usually we hold on to it for very superficial reasons. So if you acknowledge the guilt that you're holding on to, if you're able to let that go, you can <clears throat> move on to more compassionate self and a more accept self accepting self. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is so true. Yeah. I'm I'm always curious why 
women feel more guilt than men. And I'm not saying men don't feel guilt. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's more pronounced in women. I think we just, I think we're just overanalyze. I think that we want to be the our most perfect self more. You know, I think men do too. Maybe we're just more outwardly about it. Yeah, I don't know. It's very, I mean, we are more in tune. I think we are you know, very in tune with ourselves, intuition based. So mm-hmm. that has to, that has to have something to do with it. So, but not that men don't feel they yeah, do. They do. I just I'd be curious to know, like intuition and guilt. Like, what's that relationship? It's interesting. Yeah, Should I'm ask gonna somebody. ask Brene Brown about that. <laughs> Brene, if you're listening, I'm curious. And also, like, I think a big part when you do let go of that guilt is that you you kind of forgive yourself for all the things. Mm-hmm. So. Because that's mm. that's basically what guilt is. Like sometimes I, you're like I, you know what? Yeah, I, I know I messed up, but I can do better moving forward. It's like when you don't give yourself that permission to, you're kind of holding on to it. Like that's just forgive it. You're like, okay, you know what? I, I didn't shine at that moment, but I can shine the next. Yeah. Or even if I fail to shine, I, I still have more moments to come. Mm-hmm. And it's those those little victories moving forward. That okay, well, I didn't shine as bright as I wanted to. Maybe I can shine a little bit brighter. Yeah. Okay. But you don't have to listen to shine bright, girl. No, like, uh, just show up. Just, <laughs> just maybe showing up is shining. I don't maybe know. I don't know. I mean, I don't have the answer. <laughs> oh, no. Again, just the road sex. <laughs> just we're, just, we're only at the beef jerky stage, right? <laughs> and the cheese crackers and the yuhus. <laughs> Um, so I think I would probably have a stomachache if I drank a yuhu right now. It's just a chocolate beverage. It doesn't have any dairy in it. Uh, that's why I think we give me the stomach ache. I'm like, what is the, what, what? What is it? It's a chocolate beverage. I don't know. It says chocolate beverage. It does say chocolate beverage. It ain't milk. I mean, I used to crush it. You I do too. Every and the day sediment I, at the bottom, I was like, what is it? You got to shake that up. What is it? You got to get that out. Um, another thing that you can do to practice self-acceptance is to practice mindfulness. And mm. that, when you break it down to the just how easy it is, it's mindfulness is paying attention on purpose without judgment. Well, hot damn. That, that sounds delightful. I mean, okay, sorry about that, friends. Had to take a small pause and get the dog under control. She was really losing her mind out there with those delivery trucks. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I was laughing. It was, it was hard <laughs> to pay attention, so I apologize to our listeners. If you were like, what is wrong with that dog? We really don't know. <laughs> she, she's a special she breed that way. She was not getting attacked anyway. No. It's every It's every day. time. We, we spent the last 10 minutes like laughing about it, yeah. but it's every, it's every day. GD day. But before we cut to break, <laughs> we, uh, we were saying that practicing mindfulness, paying attention on purpose without mm. judgment. That's, you know... It's such a simple statement and yet it's true mm-hmm. because I think when you put judgment onto something, it allows for doubt and it allows for, I, I, I think that doubt's probably the best way with that. It's like, insecurities. Is that, yeah, I mean, it, it brings up those insecurities and mm-hmm. it's just, it, again, it leaves you feeling uncertain, which doesn't make you feel like it's easy to accept what you're trying to achieve. And in turn, okay, let's just take this down the down the track if you have the judgment mm-hmm. insecurities manifest into stress stress manifest into maybe higher le- levels of anxiety and i think that's where a lot of us are yeah so it's just really if you we don't focus mm-hmm. which is so hard it's easy for us to say it but i focus on my insecurities a lot sometimes there's times where i'm like really hone in but 
like Alexa said in one of our previous episodes is that, you know, if you are really present, yeah, which is so hard, mm-hmm. you can really achieve that pure mindful moment. State. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you break it down, you, you're like, okay, if I'm going to be in this moment and you truly are in this moment, you're not concerned about what you didn't get done on your to-do list. You're not concerned about how you approach that situation with your mom. You're not sure you don't have doubt about how you yelled at your kids. You're in this moment. You're not worried and having uncertainty about what you're going to make for dinner. You're not having uncertainty about the conversation you don't want to have with your future siblings. I don't know. Like, it's just one of those, like, you just don't have to worry at all Mm -hmm. because you're in this moment right now. And I do think that mindfulness is a practice. It is like a workout that you do. You got to build those muscles every day. And it's it's difficult, but it's also a choice. You can choose Mm -hmm. to be present. You can choose not to. The only person who has that ability to choose is you. We talk about mental Olympics, right? Yes. Mental Olympics. Like you're, you're, sometimes I am getting a gold medal in mm-hmm. mental Olympics. But have you ever noticed the first thing that happens when you are present? What happens? Oh, my stress level is like at a zero. And then are you offering yourself a lot of gratitude? It's immediate for me. It, it draws me back to my, well, you know what? I have this. I have this. And now maybe that doesn't happen for everybody, but that mm-hmm. does happen for me. I'm like, it's just... Yeah. Reminding myself of not it's it's okay. Yeah. No. It might be the smallest amounts at that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh wow, I didn't lose my shit this morning. Or, you know, you can right. find small glimmers, but yeah. Usually that's that's my first thing that happens is gratitude. Yeah. No, that's I mean, I, I, there's I'm not trying to Pollyanna my way into it, but it is true. No. But it's I mean, have you ever gotten angry by being grateful? Right. No. <laughs> I mean, you're like, well, no. And you can be grateful and lose your shit five seconds later. For sure. This doesn't mean that you have to stay in a cons- yeah. constant state of mindfulness. I yeah. mean, again, I don't know that when or if that even happens in your lifetime, but we're just giving you some tangible tips on how to practice self-acceptance starting, you know, this is one of those places that you can start. You choose how much you want to dip your toe into that pool. That's up to you. Two other things that mm-hmm. are really great. Um, when dealing with the self-acceptance is because when I, I approach projects or jobs or whatever. Can I, sorry, that I've got that third tip. Oh, you have third. Yeah, I have a third. So she's got three. Because I'm like, hold on, I don't know how we're going to circle back that. So let me finish that and then you can got it with yours. Okay. Um, the third thing is to separate yourself from your performances. Um, meaning if you, if you don't finish your to-do list, that doesn't make you lazy. Just, means that you didn't finish your to-do list. So like not anchoring yourself into one side or the other of that. Um, Like if you did bad on a test, doesn't mean that you're a bad person. doesn't mean that you're not a smart person. It just Mm -hmm. means you didn't do well on that test. You've got to be able to like cut that off and like leave that there and being able to move on. Um, Because as humans, like we all have good days and we all have bad days and you can't anchor yourself into the good ones or to the bad ones. And I've said this for as long as I can remember. I mean, like, just because you do something bad doesn't make you a bad person. Oh, 100%. There are no bad people. I mean, okay, okay. there are. There are. There are. But yes. for the most part, I don't think anyone's bad. Make bad decisions, maybe have bad habits. But I think that intrinsically that we are good. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I, the whole. I, I would 
agree with that to the extent of, I think if you got to know even like the worst human on the planet, you would probably, after hearing their story, understand why they make bad decisions. But I do think just because you do, just because you run a stop sign doesn't make you a criminal. Right. It may means you did a bad job at stopping at a stop sign, but that doesn't make you a bad person. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do enough bad things together, that's a different story. I mean, you yeah. know, there are outliers to all these cases. So by no means are we saying like, you know, trust me, we know that there's some bad fuckers out there. We do understand oh, that. Sure. But just because you're having a bad moment doesn't make you a bad person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can really harp on those behaviors. Like, oh, you get really stuck on it and they, really they fixate. It. And that's mm-hmm. where it's like, again, that if you're being mindful in that, can you allow yourself space to get out of that mm-hmm. and not anchor in on those bad moments? Yeah. And that's a part of letting go. You yes. got to let go of that shit. Mm-hmm. You got to let it go. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't know why I said sorry. I'm not sorry, but <laughs> here you go. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. Just finishing what I... You're accepting <laughs> yeah, that accepting you don't need to apologize. I don't have to apologize. <laughs> I'm finished with my list. <laughs> so one thing that has been, uh, has pointed out in my mind is that we, so say we're taking on a project or maybe you're taking on a new job at work. I think it's important too, to really realize what you bring to the table mm-hmm. and acknowledge even the smallest things. And what's really helped me is in our working relationship is saying before we're going to tackle something like, can I, can I just pause and like say something like good? Cause mm-hmm. I need that validation and that stroke from, you know, from, <laughs> <laughs> tip, from to tail. tip to tail <laughs> for a reason, because I think it gives you the, not even just the momentum, but like you got this or, you know, you've done hard things before, or even just those the little um forward. I think those, those it is, little micro steps like that can help your self-acceptance into even like the workforce or a partner relationship or even um, parenting or even parenting yeah like you know what we did this one time i think i can do this again because mm-hmm. it's all about stages yeah and conquering the next stage mm-hmm. but i think celebrating where you were before or things you've already accomplished or things you've done just in the recent is such a positive way to move forward. And I think that could make you a little bit more grounded in my personal experience. Mm-hmm. I think that really helps me. I'm like, oh, well, look, we've already done. Yeah. Let's go do more. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, oh my God, we have a lot of shit to do. I don't know if I can do this. Like, right. I'm feeling like a little uneasy. I'm feeling stressed out. Like, I don't know. Can I, can I perform? Because it, 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 I think that's when the imposter syndrome kicks in for me. Like, mm-hmm. am I worthy of this? Like, I, I'm, I don't really feel like I'm apt to do this. I'm not qualified. Mm-hmm. But I think reminding yourself of those qualifications, like, bitch, yes, you are. Right. Let's list them all out. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I got a minute. <laughs> Let's list. Right. And so that's just a little tidbit I wanted to add. Okay. Because then I'm like, okay, let's go. Because mm-hmm. you're my cheerleader. Rock, rock, company. You do make a good cheerleader. Like, Thanks. look, I don't want to do that. Like, yes, you're yes, going you to. Yes, you do. Come on. You, <laughs> come on. Let's go. I don't want to. <laughs> Because it's hard to start a new task. It is. It is. I just, we just come from such a different place when it, when we start. Like, I love to start things. Like, it's one of those, like, I'm such a strong starter. Oh. <laughs> the tail end of it sometimes, I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like we've been doing this forever. <laughs> like, that's, you know. Um, but I do, because I'm, I'm, I'm a beaver. Like, I like to do the work. I like to get in there and get it done. That's just, you know. But I'm also an otter, so that I'm like the animal cheerleader. Like, you got it. You can do it. Come on, let's go. 
I'm like a hippo sloth. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that. Be like, yeah, I'm going to do, but hold on. I got to like bask in the sun and eat a banana. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, eh, can we start tomorrow? No, Brittany, we should start right now. But listen, here's what, here's what happened. What, what happened was... <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted. I cleaned I, out my junk drawer and then I had to take a nap. Yes. Well, I think on a previous episode of trying to record this podcast, you said that one of your um one of your flaws is procrastination or failure to launch. I think but what I just acknowledged is that you know that failure to launch does tie in to acknowledging the previous achievements which helped mm-hmm. me gain the momentum. Okay. Okay. That failure to to initiate that this, Jump off the dock. This is okay. This makes a lot of sense why we are the way that we are because I love to start things and I'm like, I'll just grab your hand and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to. Not yet. But when it comes to making decisions, but, uh, yeah, I am, you're like, okay, Johnny on yeah, the spot. I'm Johnny on the spot. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm an onion. It's <laughs> I had something I wanted to bring up here. Hang on. But there's so many different notes on my phone oh my and God, they get like folder. <laughs> I know. Once labeled WAP. So, oh, okay. Uh, no. <laughs> that's, that's for another episode. Um, but the we were kind of in the midst of having this conversation of self-acceptance. We wanted to talk about like, what do we hope for our post-pandemic life? Like, what oh, do we yeah. think that's going to look like? And I think the journey of like accepting where you are and who you are will help you kind of, you know, paint the picture of what you want that life to look like. And um, one of my shower thoughts the other day is like, I, I really like a slower pace. And I think I've, I feel like I've talked about this before where like pre pandemic, I was like hovering, not hovering. I mean, I was like zooming along at like 70 miles an hour, trying to do all the things like wearing my biggie, biggie, <laughs> wearing my <laughs> busy as a badge of honor. And like, that's ridiculous. Like, can we just stop? trying to be like oh I'm busy oh really because I'm like super busy I'm like oh really because I'm like super ultra and mega busy and it's like fuck you when you're fucking busy like just slow down like mm-hmm. s- stop normalizing just, that you're overworked yeah and like, tired exactly yeah. and just let it understand like great we all have busy days we all have busy moments but it's that doesn't have to be like your validation of like you are such an amazing person because you are so busy like no you ran yourself ragged yes I definitely feel more connected to my family and to my friends because my busy looks different Mm -hmm. like it's not I'm not going so fast that I'm just trying to catch a glimpse I'm actually you know hanging out at pace 40 really fucking happy I'm like that's that's great I mean you're you're at 40 but you know your blanket ain't on that's not true (laughs) you know I would never not use my blinker Britney Swan. I was joking. I know. <laughs> I, I do love that and I've even picked up on it. You do. You're just kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like you're dragging your feet, but yeah. you're moving in a more intentional, purposeful way and which I've yes. really appreciated because you really do pause and, and take in what you're going to give and because it, it does affect what you bring to every yeah. relationship if you're just checking the boxes. Yeah. You know, and not that you were. I, you know, no, you were I definitely was. Friend. But I mean, I, I do think that there were, I was more concerned about checking a box than actually doing what the box was asking. And right. that's where I'm now taking a step back and being like, just because you check a box doesn't mean you did what you did. Like mm-hmm. you can pre-check a checklist and not get anything accomplished on your list. But are you actually 
with intention performing the duty in the box that you're trying to check? I think that, yeah, a lot of us probably aren't, but it's a realization. Maybe that's a, yeah. a good goal moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mine have, oh, you, um, get, move on. Oh, Do you have okay. more? Yeah, you have more. Okay. Um, the, I like my boundaries. Oh. I like when other people accept and acknowledge my boundaries. I and I feel an like this. this pandemic has allowed that for so many people where it's like before they would have questioned like, well, why are you doing that? What? And now it's like, I can't, or I'm not doing that right now. Or, you know, like for me and my family, we're choosing not to go to mass gatherings right now. That's cool. Like mm-hmm. that boundary is something put in place that I don't feel like gets judged the way that it would have been judged prior. Um, so no I, I wouldn't really judge anybody on anything right now. No, I mean, and I, I like that. I like that we're at this like acceptance place for, you know, that your decisions for your family are going to look dis- different from my decisions for my family. And like, that's totally cool. Like mm-hmm. we, I think as a whole are more accepting, you know, about that. Um, so I definitely like, I'm willing to decline more invitations without a high level of guilt and like, my boundaries are like, you know what? I don't have time for that today. Or mm-hmm. that's not where I'm choosing to spend my end. Cause there have been times where I would have loved to have gone out someplace, but my energy level is not there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not trying to bring this to anybody right now. Nope. I'm going to sit here and watch my Netflix <laughs> and like be on with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also, I, I, I like being more selective of who I'm spending my energy with. And it's not necessarily like, who I'm choosing to spend my time with, but it's also who I'm using to share my energy with because mm-hmm. it's not, those aren't necessarily always the same thing. Um, so like if I've, I mean, I, I, if I'm in a bad mood, I don't want to share that with anybody and I'm going to be really selective about who I let, you know, into that room when I'm like, listen, I'm just in a bad mood and, or like, listen, I just need alone time. And also being able to accept that, like asking for that, like, you know, I need to be alone right now. Cool. I think everybody in our house has had that moment where it's like, I just want alone time. Or even my kids sometimes will come home from school, they'll have their snack, they'll do their homework. And it's like, can we have 30 minutes of iPad time? I'm like, yeah, sure. Friends will come to the door and they'll say, sorry, you know, we'll come back in 30 minutes. We're having some alone time. Mm -hmm. That's cool. You know, but like, they're not feeling guilty. I think they did maybe in like the beginning, but now it's like, no, this is actually what I want to be doing right now. And this is where I'm choosing to spend my time. Yeah. I'm like, I applaud that. I think that's great. I think that I think that is really good. I've been so much more honest and I think it goes along with boundaries, but I'm honest with things that I can do, mm-hmm. the feelings that I'm having, um, behaviors that I'm not liking, you know, and I'm, I'm very, um, but not to like a bitchy, like in like snapping. Yeah. If something's not working for me, I'm learning how to say it in a learning is a keyword, mm-hmm. uh, how to say that and my needs and conveying my needs and really understanding like in those circumstances what I'm what I need and I think yeah that definitely ties in with boundaries but it has been so eye-opening because damn it when you ask for it people give it they do Mm -hmm. it's like they people want to make you happy and it's true yeah because if someone asked something of me I'm like yeah you you I mean yeah sure yeah I got you like Mm -hmm. and it's like so eye-opening that you can do the same thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we don't, we have to like give ourselves permission <laughs> to do that. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Like I can do that too. You sure can. You sure yeah. can. And another one is not falling into habits that weren't working. So I've really tried to let go if I feel the darker days start to creep in, like not falling into it as much mm-hmm. and using more healthier practices, like acknowledging where I'm at. 
understanding it can be a short time if I allow it to be. It can be lengthy if I fall mm-hmm. into habits, but what are some habits that you're you're choosing not to lean into? Like instead of like if you would have done this before and that would have led you down the dark road, like what is an alternative that you're using? I think that well, first it starts with like things that would creep in just you know, dark thoughts. Mm-hmm. I would really manifest them into different insecurities and shut down. And by that, I mean, I would pull back from everyone Mm -hmm. and maybe just want to lay in bed all day, want to just escape, not respond to people. Now I'm really leaning into being more honest with myself saying, well, you need to, let's, let's work past that. What are you holding on to? Can you let it go in this moment? Mm-hmm. Is that true? It's, it, and that's a big, powerful, that's therapy. But yeah. when you ask yourself, when you're really working through something, ask yourself over and over, how do I know this to be true? Mm-hmm. And usually when you keep asking yourself this one question, you can usually find it not to be true. Yeah. Because at the end of it, you are loved, you are appreciated, you have worth, and at, and that is what helps you circle around to, and I hate talking bumper stickers, but it is kind of a general thing, that you can turn your situation around mm-hmm. if if it's not well, to a darker place. I, and I do think you have to be ready to do that. Oh, yeah, that's a whole other thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, and it's a practice. Yeah, and I think it's it's helpful to know too, like getting to the root of insecurities is a very freeing form of self-acceptance because mm-hmm. when you let go of what you're insecure about and like but you you got to get to the root of why you're insecure about it did somebody say something to you when you're younger that you've just kind of latched onto and you've told yourself that in that became your truth or is it that you know it's just something that you're manifesting into something bigger than it really is but again it it's for nobody else to judge it's up to you to decide like are you ready to let that go are you ready to acknowledge it are you ready to let it go? And are you ready to move on? Yeah. Don't you wish it was always that easy? Damn it. <laughs> it's like when um, you see those TikToks and they get ready in the snap of a finger. Oh, yeah. Like, I wish it was that easy. Like, mm-hmm. I wish it was that easy. Just be like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Now you got to put in the yeah. work, girl. You got to put in the work. I got to put in that work. Yeah. Putting in the work. <laughs> <laughs> I say that over and over. <laughs> putting in the work. I'm glad you girls are putting in the work. I'm glad you're putting in the work. Yeah. I'm glad you're putting in the work, too. It's not easy. You know what's really not easy is being so fucking introspective all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, honestly, I think that the social catch-ups really help us like become so just like we love this journey. But I know that two of us after this conversation are going to be like, <sighs> like emotionally just like spent for the day um oh 100 but when we watch demi lovato's netflix special we're gonna be like oh snap ready for that social catch-up and ready to you know to tackle you know the social things which again because it's it's a little bit more lighthearted now not all things that we talk about on social catch-up are lighthearted, but they just feel a little less introspective than there's more levity yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. i I totally agree with you because (laughs) so you know when you're talking about these heavy duty things just like you said I'm not joking. Yeah. We sometimes are emotionally spent. If we do two podcasts in one day, yeah. We're like, okay. If it's yeah. I'm all talked out. If it's like a back to backer, like heavy stuff, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm emotionally unwell. I can't. I'm unwell. Yeah. But because we've learned in a previous episode that your brain uses the most energy out of any part of your body. So when you've 
constantly got to be spinning it. Yeah. My hamster's tired. My hamster is Taco tired. is tired. Taco is tired. Well, do you have any questions for me today? Um, to wrap this episode to up. To wrap this episode up. Hmm. How are you liking Firefly Lane? That is not a question for you. You just asked me a question. Well, I just wanted the um, people to know. Okay, Firefly Lane. Um, it's a good discussion topic, actually. It is. I don't, I mean, I like it. It's, I don't know. I mean, I'm curious because I need to find out how it ends, but I do like it. There are parts that I'm just like, it's, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of on the fence with the show right now. I'm going to need to see how it wraps up before I before I decide. Like, I'm in it because at this point I'm just emotionally invested. And I'm like, I've seen a lot of things. I need to know how this ends. Um, parts of it are a little bit much. Parts of it I'm like, okay, I see that. There's a lot of truths in it. Um, but after this, I do have a very interesting comment I don't want to say it yet but like um I mean it definitely really celebrates the uh um oh that thought is just now gone um female friendship female friendship yes but almost in an unhealthy codependent friendship way Mm -hmm. like I mean which I, I mean I feel like I've had codependent relationships like that and friendships for a long time um but seeing it i'm like some might say we're codependent. yes <laughs> yes you're like, if you're like um hello pot, girls have you, <laughs> hello if you've ever seen some public it's yeah it's yeah it's real oh, the golf club is still outside okay. yeah um, um so I, and i yeah. see that i i want you to finish it this yeah. is how i thought about the show everyone's ever watched it let us know what your thoughts on it but it's almost like a corn dog you know, you take that first bite of a corn dog and you're like, yeah, this is great. And then like you get to the second bite, you're like, okay. And then like, you don't know if you want to finish it. Yeah. That's how I felt about Firefly Lane. It was really into a corn dog. Like I sometimes get really excited for it. I'm like, Neh. yeah, towards the end. So I'm really excited to see, I will watch season two because okay. I just have to see how it wraps up because yeah. I do know it's based on a book, but I have heard that they're not basing it entirely on the book. Okay. So I do know how the book ends but I don't necessarily know that's how they're going to take the show. Okay. So okay. I, I have to finish that Interesting. out. Interesting. Yeah. I think I have one, maybe two more episodes in this season. It's get, interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. I mean, it definitely, cover a lot yeah, of topics. there are a lot of topics in there that I'm glad that they did cover. Um, you know, I do think it's interesting. They're just, I, they're just a couple things about a, certain characters that are like nails on a chalkboard. And I'm like, <laughs> I have a really hard time connecting sometimes. And I'm like, but you can agree with me Catherine Heigl has a totally Ashley Judd feel oh for sure like it and then that made it easier for me to kind of like I don't know I do think her young the the actress who plays her younger self is gorgeous oh I know right like just a flawless looking human being I'm like I know very pretty we think you guys are very pretty we do we love you guys we love you you. and if you get a chance Scroll on down, hit those five stars. I love that you guys are loving the episode. Yes. And here's mm-hmm. something really cool to do. Yeah. All you got to do is scroll all the way down. Keep on scrolling. Keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. I know there's a hundred and something episodes. I get it. It's going to take a, like a two or three. Like a wheel of so- fortunes. Yeah. Yeah. Swipe. <laughs> all you got to do is hit the five stars. It does help us. It helps us get yeah. onto broader platforms. Helps us get seen. It's just a small little action if you like yeah. us. I mean, and honestly, sharing our podcast with your friends too, that actually helps us tremendously with growth and knowing that you're sharing what you'd like with your friends. Yeah. You know, take that screenshot. We appreciate that. I love it. We love you.
Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us. 